Welcome to Custom Made in New York podcast, reminding women of their worth one week at a time. This show is dedicated to all women, custom made especially to win. I'm your host, Raven Joseph. Hey everyone, welcome back to Custom Made in New York podcast. My name is Raven Joseph. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to episode 19, Health is Wealth. So I'm going to read you some statistics that I read on Fundera.com. And although I'm reading the statistics for Latino women and African-American women separately, I think Caribbean women, Latino women, African-American women, African women um, are all women of color. So um, I'm just reading it separately because that's how the statistics were shared. So according to Fundera.com, 64% of women-owned businesses that were started last year were by women of color. Latin-owned businesses by women grew more than 87% between 2007 and 2012. That is so dope. We are so awesome. I'm happy. That makes me proud. I love hearing great news like that because I just think of our future and how dope we are and how we're taking over. But it also hurts me to hear about things that are really continuing to hurt our community, especially during this time. The health disparities, that's what I'm referring to. I don't want to call it, but a lot of us are dying during this time because we have underlying issues. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating because it's so hard for us in our communities to get doctors to support us and things like that. But I feel like this has to be a mission for us now, especially since we're facing what we're facing. There's no way to ignore it anymore. Like, you know, right? So it's time that we do something about it. And I understand, like, especially in our community, some of us are working two, three jobs. We're really focused on um, supporting our families. We're really focused on building ourselves. But at the same time, we have to focus on our health because if you're making millions of dollars, right, it's working, you have these businesses, but you're not taking care of your health, then what is that to your family, really? What is that to you, really? You're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor because you're only focused on money, or we, I should say. So I just wanted to talk about some things, some small things that can really support us in addressing the health issues that plague our community. According to the CDC, the African-American community, um, this doesn't go with women, it's just in general, we have a higher unemployment rate, more of us live in poverty, more of us um, are not active and obese um, than the white people. And a lot of us, for so many of us, we don't have health insurance. And because we don't have health insurance, we're not able to see doctors. So the conditions that we have, they go unnoticed or untreated. And this is what's happening in our community, right? Like we think we're okay, but we're missing things because we're not getting checked up regularly because we can't afford to. So one of the things that I've noticed in the past few years is that I used to attend the community board um, meetings regularly once a month. And community board meetings, they really talked about everything that was going on in our community. And um, we would vote on things like having uh, different activities and like 
Like, I remember there was a shelter coming into our community and people were against it. So, like, just whatever is happening in our community, we do have a voice, you know? Yes, we vote for the politicians to, excuse me, we vote for the politicians to work for us. But at the same time, we still have to do work, too. And one of the things that stuck out to me is that I was in my 20s when I was going to this meeting and late 20s. And there weren't people my age there. There weren't a lot of young people present. There weren't a lot of young adults making decisions. It was the older people, the senior citizens, really sticking it out for us, you know? And I really appreciate that, but I feel like we can start there, like pay attention to what's coming into your community. One of the things that pisses me off is that there is so much access to fast food restaurants. I remember when I was so excited to see some construction happening in one of the, what is it, the shopping center areas um, in my community. And then it was another Popeye's. Like we have Popeye's a mile away. There's a juice for life in my community. That's where they sm sell smoothies and juices like that. I juice when I have the time. Now that I'm home, I'm able to juice. If I wanted to, like on the days when I had to go to work, I would go there first to pick up my juice, but I would have to drive almost two miles to get there. Imagine if I didn't have a car. I wouldn't have access to that juice bar because I would either have to take the bus or the train, which is out of my way. There's no, not even a train over there. And it would probably make me late to work, right? So it's so hard that to, to be healthy when there's all this fast food surrounded around us. Even before I started driving, uh, I was trying to cook more and not eat so much fast food. But even when you go to the grocery stores in our communities, I remember sometimes I would come home and get mad at myself because I forgot to check the labels. I forgot to check the expiration date and our food wasn't good. Or like our, our produce is spoiling fast and I would have to drive into Westchester County to a better supermarket or drive outside of my community, people don't have access like I do with driving in my community. Not everyone drives. So I shouldn't have to drive so far, 30 minutes, just to go to a, a supermarket that has fresh produce that lasts longer in my refrigerator. It's It shouldn't be like that. Everyone should have access to healthy food options. So a tip that I want to say is that um, when it comes to fast food, limiting it, um, I know processed food is not good for us. I actually knew this a long time ago, and I know that processed food is not good for us. Fresh food is better. Uh, and I was talking to one of my best friends, Desiana, the other day, and I don't know how we got in the conversation of food, but she reminded me that of the canned foods not being good and that we don't know how long they've been sitting. So one of the things that I've done and I've done before, but I'm doing it again now is that I'm avoiding eating beans out of the can. Now, Desiana, my friend, my girlfriend, my sister, she's Puerto Rican. I grew up with her, you know, for her culture, they eat a lot of rice and beans. But now she's saying rather than using the beans from the can, she uses fresh beans. And so I used to do that at one point, but I stopped because to soak the beans, like when I want to eat, when I used to come home, at one point I was working two jobs. So when I came home, I didn't have time to soak anything. Like even I would go to the supermarket like every other night so I could cook. Like I wasn't defrosting any meat. Like I didn't have time for that. 
There were some nights that I did, but sometimes I was just so hungry. I just needed to pick something up real quick so that I can cook. So one of the things that we can do now is do so slowly like shift little things that we do. And I'm so one of them is not using cans, but using more fresh foods and produce. Um, uh, no salt and sugar. I don't use a lot of salt and sugar, but it wasn't easy for me. And like now that I'm trying to get my nephew to eat better, uh, he's what, 14? It's hard. So I'm, I'm not going to push everything on him. So I'm being mindful of like what I wanted to share today with you all because it takes time to make change. But just know we are helping ourselves to live longer. Um, one of the things that I did when I used to like do Lent or fast was I stopped using salt and sugar. So because I took that out and like intentionally like practiced not using it, like right now I use sea salt, Himalayan salt, but I stopped so long that I don't even want to use salt. And I remember that one of my cousins had came for dinner and she was like, I don't know what I cooked that night, but someone said that my food needed salt. And like she had my back. She was like, if you want salt, there's table salt on the table. Like you can you can add your salt and everybody needs salt. Right. So I've gotten into the habit of not using salt all the time. So if you want salt, you can use salt. But one of the things that our culture suffers from is high blood pressure and salt contributes to that. So taking that out is really helpful. Like that one thing, I know it's important, but even trying to use less of it. And even with those canned foods that I was talking about earlier, salt preserves food. And that's what is being used in those cans to preserve the food. So again, just avoiding using canned goods is a big deal. It's going to help you tremendously. So you just, I mean, I try not to use sugar. Like I have this one meal that I love to cook and it has a lot of sugar in it. It's cornmeal porridge. So I don't cook that every week, but I do treat myself. Like I don't want to give up things that I love completely. It's hard. It is very hard. Um, but there's just a certain way to make it. Like, although I've tried to substitute it, the sugar for brown, like, it's just not the same. Like you need all those ingredients. So sometimes I do make it the old fashioned way, or I'll just have oatmeal just to avoid me being tempted to add so much sugar. Another thing we can do is to plan our meals. Remember I told you I was going to the grocery store, like every other day, if I plan my meals, in the beginning of the week, then it would be easier for me to say, all right, I know I need to thaw the meat this morning um, so that it's ready for me to, when I get home to just cook, you know, or even days where I'm just like, this is something I'm doing now. And what I do with my dad and my nephew, we have one day that there's no meat. So we have fish one day, we have no meat another day. And then like, I'm still with the no meat thing so often. I haven't given up meat completely. And that's why like when people were like, oh, you're a pescatarian. No, don't label me. Like I'm none of that. I just try to eat better. But I haven't completely given everything up. I just don't eat pork. Like that's one thing I'm never going back to. Like I, I ate pork growing up, but I stopped years ago because again, fasting. One of my best friends, um, Shay, he, he wasn't eating pork. And I was like, oh, I'll give it up for Lent. This was back in college. This was a long time ago. And I never went back. Like, 
I never went back to pork and I don't miss that. For instance, if I have to give up seafood, that's very hard. But again, just planning your meals at the beginning of the week, um, just having probably a meatless Monday with your family so you know, you're not eating meat every single day. The reason why I suggest not having meat for a day or so is out of the week is because it forces us to think of more creative ways to be healthy. Like if there's no meat, we have to replace that, whether with protein or produce, it's still a healthier option. You just really have to take it one day at a time. Change is not going to be, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, you may fall off, you may try and then like not be able to do it. But try your best and just remember that you're doing it for the cause because health is wealth. I also want you to drink more water. I'm now learning that the water that I love to drink is not even that good. So I'm upset at that. I drink Poland Spring all the time. It's not the best. And yeah. So I'm feeling some type of way about that. I've been looking into this whole, what was it called? Water filter? But it's to filter out, I forget. I like literally just started looking at this the other day because although growing up, I heard that New York's water was the best, there's still stuff in there that's not really good for our brain. And I don't want to scare you because I don't know all the information. I've been doing research because that's how like bad I want us to win and so maybe I'll have somebody on the show to explain it better but um one of the another thing that I did personally I started my own home garden and it's been really exciting I actually was awarded a grant back in 2017 to have a community garden um and till this day it hasn't happened because the parks department reneged on giving us the space for it. So it's like a fighting battle, but I have more than enough time now. But I started one here. Uh, I've been like researching how to do the home garden thing. And I didn't even know there's certain things that can be grown in a New York, New York City house or apartment. And so I'm excited about it. I'm doing a bit much because I don't know what I really want. But I'm definitely like starting with the herbs and I have some other vegetables, but I don't know how it's going to happen. I'll tell y'all, I'll probably post it. For those of you who follow me, um, my Instagram page, Custom Made in New York, I'm sure that you see that I've been posting a lot of food lately. Yeah. All I do is eat, work. You know what I'm saying? Like now I just started going for a walk, which is very important as well. Like we need to get at least three hours of walking a week people like that has to be somehow physical activity has to be in there because especially that we don't have PE when we were like in high school when we had PE we don't have it anymore so as adults we forget that we still need to be active and that's what contributes to our obesity um rates I would say you have to have at least 15 minutes continuously of physical activity at a time to contribute to the three hours. So it's not walking for five minutes and then sitting down walking. No, you have to like keep going. Um, I'm trying to get my dad into the habit of taking walks, especially now. Um, he likes to stay inside now to be safe, but we do need the fresh air and we do need to walk and be active because physical activity and eating, all of these things are important to our health. 
So again, try these tips that I shared with you today. Try to limit your fast food and your processed food. Drink more water. Um, have one day without meat and then try when you're used to that, try two. Um, that means fill your plates with more produce and greens, dark greens. Avoid salt and sugar. Um, walk for at least three hours a week. And plan your meals. Plan those meals ahead of time so that it's easier for you to commit to this. Um, I'm rooting for you always. I'm rooting for us. This is why I'm here. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this episode and took something with you. Please follow me on Instagram, Custom Made in New York. Remember, health is wealth. I will talk to you next week. Take care.